Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Hi, it's Caroline Stephen here. Every episode of Talking Trading, Louise Bedford speaks from her heart in mind power to inspire, empower, and hopefully nurture you to live the trader's life. We've had so many emails from you guys saying how much you value these segments. So in today's episode, we're going to broadcast our favorite mind power segments back to back to give you the fuel and inspiration on your trading journey. First off, Louise discusses a trading sprint, and then we go on to other topics for one giant talking trading mind power hit of inspiration. Let's go. I want to talk about the importance of doing a trading sprint. Now, a sprint is where you can't sustain it over the long term. You can jog all day, but you cannot sprint for longer than just a few seconds. But in the trading arena, let's talk about what a trading sprint can lead to for you. What a trading sprint is, is it's one hour, only one hour of completely non-interrupted focus where you were doing an activity, where you may not even have closure of that activity, but where you are just flat out. There can be no phone calls. There can be no internet. There can be no playing on Facebook. It is focus on an activity that will drive you towards your trading goal. So it could be learning how to use the software. It might be watching a video about that software and then implementing it. So there's action involved. Don't just watch that video. There has to be action in a trading sprint. A sprint is very high activity. It might be writing a scan. It could be learning how to draw support resistance lines. Choose a topic and make that your trading sprint. Now, you can announce it to your family if you are constantly getting interruptions, which frankly so many people are, including me. You can say, look, I'm just going to do a sprint for an hour on this topic. No interruptions, no disruptions to my thoughts. Try to keep the noise down and after that, I'll do anything that you want to do so that there can be a negotiation and a trade-off. Yes, it does take being brave and stepping up. But this will lead you further than 10 hours of miscellaneous activity, of doing a little bit here and then getting distracted over there. 
oh yes I'll learn a little bit about coding but then oh what the heck this cat video looks fascinating we've all been there we've all been through that one cat video and then it's linked automatically onto the next one that starts playing and look this time it's hedgehogs how fascinating but is that bringing you a step closer to living your ideal life your trader's life I'll guarantee that it isn't and it's not even recovery it's not even recreation because studies have shown that we get drowned by blue light and it increases our anxiety it is a time-wasting activity whereas a sprint is the exact opposite it's focused it's productive and it will bring you further I want to thank you for being brave in your life it's so important speaking up for the things that count for you speaking up for the things that count for your family that takes bravery and it's not just you doing this the entire community of talking trading listeners you are among the elite you are the ones that I want to hang out with you're the ones who make a stand who's really focus on your beliefs and say nothing is going to get in my way and you take responsibility taking a sprint like this is literally taking responsibility for the overall direction of your life it is a tiny capsule a miniature building block into that overall huge project that seems insurmountable it seems like you'll never be able to get through it but you can get through an hour you can get through an hour and you never know you might find that that one hour leads on to another and then another and that's where we do get that feeling where we need to close that loop as humans closure is so important I'll bet if you start something it will nag it will play on your mind it will be ever-present until you actually finish it it's a wonderful part of being a human so are you going to do a trading sprint who's with me because I'd love to do one with you so let's do one this week a trading sprint on something that is personally meaningful that is complicated that you've been procrastinating on but that will lead you one step closer towards living your traders life One of the things that you can use to enhance your wealth mindset today is to give somebody who is deserving a big fat tip. Now, I'm taking a leaf out of Chris Tate, my business partner's book here, with his habit. So when he gets exceptional service, let's say it's from a driver, then what he'll do is he'll slip $50 into his hand, into his palm. He'll shake hands with that person, the driver, and bang, the money has transferred from him to the person who's given good service. And I have to say, for the first few years of watching this, that did confuse me. I thought, in Australia, we don't tip. Why should I give a tip when it's built into their salary, etc., etc.? Now, asking Chris Tate over the years, what did he do that for has been illuminating. What it is, is that firstly, it makes him feel good. It makes him feel that he's recognizing somebody who has provided exceptional service. And also, it helps him feel abundant. 
it makes a difference because once you give money away, you realize that, hey, things aren't so dire in my own situation. And let's just take this one step further because you must realize that Chris Tate has been doing this for many, many years, even before he met me. So it was when he couldn't afford it that he was giving tips. And the other thing, the other reason why he does this is that he wants someone to feel good. Somebody to go, hey, wow, I just got money. If I've been earning $20 an hour because some people do, hey, isn't that amazing? I've done a good job. And Honestly, seeing them walk off with the spring in their step, seeing that they've got a smile where there was no big smile before, it's actually gone to their eyes where their eyes go crinkly with joy. And I can see what Chris Tate can see in tipping somebody that provides good service. I do this now too, and it's so much fun. I think you will get a huge kick out of it if you try. I've found over the years that when I'm feeling stingy, when my world has collapsed in on itself rather than expanding, that is when things become more difficult in the markets for me. I go, wow, I have to be protective. I have to get out. I have to make sure that I'm not taking big, big risks. And before you know it, you're earning less money in the markets. I'm not saying bet the house and give somebody a vast, huge amount of money. I'm saying something that is small for you, but it might be large for them. And watch the impact. Think of the ripple effect. Think of what they will do with those good feelings as they go out into the world. And with the good feelings that are within you because of the tip. Think of what you can do. Not only does it make you feel more abundant, more kind, and more worldly, it will also impact your trading because you'll realize there is more where that came from. It makes you see the world differently. It's as much for you as it is for the person you're tipping. So continue tipping if you've already started doing this, but begin if you haven't, because I would love to see this going out into the world even if it's not something that this country actually does in inverted commas, sometimes that can make even more of an impact. I want you to live the trader's life. So try tipping somebody who deserves it today. Too often we mute our inner voice. Yes, that inner voice is your guiding light. And when we feel that sense of dread, dread about doing an activity, dread about perhaps going into work or seeing a person, that sense of dread should not be silenced. I'm not talking about a discipline orientation where you go, hey, I really don't want to fill in my portfolio manager. That's not a sense of dread at all. That is just something that we all have to overcome. However, a sense of dread should be taken very seriously. During a meditation session recently with some of my traders, I talked to one of my key top traders straight after and he mentioned that within the first two minutes of that meditation occurring, he could feel this just sense of foreboding and that 
absolutely crushing spirit of depression on him and it was something that he tried to squash down because there we are all trying to relax and take it easy and to accept and to release and he is boiling to the point he could feel a change in his overall skin color he could feel the heat in his face he could feel his heart rate increase now, I know the typical idea with meditation is that we calm down, we slow down, and we just release those types of feelings. But I have to say, I think there's something behind that very specific feeling. Why silence that voice? I think that voice, if it was waiting for a quiet moment to show its inner lunatic and to say, oh my gosh, everything's going to go badly here, it's because we haven't been quiet enough to listen to that inner voice. And now that we've heard it, we'd better not try and tuck it away in the box because that box could become a jack-in-the-box at a moment's notice. If you don't deal with your negative feelings, if you continually put a lid on that sense of dread, if you silence some of the nastier parts of your personality, some of the parts that are more antisocial and less positive, they will rear their ugly head. We must examine our lives. We must hear that little voice. And we must be prepared to realize that sometimes that voice is an inner lunatic. But if we don't listen to it, it will continue to rage beneath the surface where it can come out as self-sabotage and you really don't want that. Acknowledge, listen and allow yourself to be because if you don't, you won't protect yourself from you. There is an insidious part of trading. Unfortunately, we never make more than our subconscious will allow so if you don't examine those parts of you that are less than savoury, unfortunately, that will block you from the higher levels of income. So listen to your inner lunatic. Hear what it has to say. Sometimes if it is heard, it will actually quieten down. And if it doesn't, be prepared to seek some help. There is no shame in seeking a cognitive behavioural therapist to talk through some of your suppositions about not only the markets, but frankly, your life. I've sought out help from time to time, and I've found it invaluable. So if you do need help, do find someone who can help you. Enjoy that inner lunatic's voice, because sometimes they can be the source of your creative endeavours as well. Sometimes, when your inner lunatic is truly heard, they can alert you to dangers to fears and to things that can go wrong in your life. They've just been flapping around because you haven't listened and they've become more and more dramatic over time. Take some quiet. Accept every part of yourself. And then you'll live the trader's life. I must have heard 500 excuses for people not wanting to become an effective trader. And in a lot of cases, those excuses are completely in their mind. The big one I've heard lately is, but Louise, you don't understand. Unless I can commit 100% to trading, I'm not going to get started. 
Oh, come on. Look, I know that we hear from people like Will Smith who say no plan B, it detracts from plan A. But in general terms, I have to tell you, I have always had a side hustle, something on the side that's not mainstream that earns me money. It does sound noble to want to devote yourself to 100% of what you're doing. It might even sound correct, but it's wrong, dead wrong. No one devotes 100% of their time and energy to trading, not even full-time traders. And even if you can sustain a stint of, say, three months of devoting yourself completely to trading, you can't do that for life because that would spell burnout. Almost everyone starts this game as a side hustle, something that's not mainstream. Me, I have always had a side hustle. When I worked full time, I also worked at a handbag travel goods store. And funnily enough, that is my longest stint of employment with any one company. I worked for nine years for that handbag travel goods store. And I loved it. It made me money on the side and I just thought that was fantastic. When I was at school, I had a few different side hustles going on. The major one in winter was that I toasted people's sandwiches for 20 cents up against the heater with a contraption that I made out of a wooden ruler and a fork attached to the end of it. And I got pretty good at that. I ended up having two rulers with two sets of forks so I could do four sandwiches at a time. And if you do a quick bit of mental arithmetic, that's 20 cents per sandwich. I could probably do 12 in a lunchtime. Hey, that was good money. The other thing I did, which probably wasn't all that ethical now that I think about it, is I managed to find, shall we say find in a teacher's pocket, a key that led up to a beautiful tower that my school had that was off limits for students. I took tours up that tower for about a year for a dollar per person. That was my great little side hustle. And I bet if you think back through your life, you've had a few side hustles too. It keeps you creative. It earns you money from a few different sources and that really makes sense. And now, in addition to trading, I have the trading game and that's my side hustle. Fun, isn't it? You become a little bit sharper, a little bit more clued in, a little bit more light on your feet. And sometimes that side hustle can grow to become your main game. Fit in learning to trade around your schedule. It is a worthy side hustle and it deserves your focus. And that's it for this week's episode of our Mind Power Bonanza with Louise Bedford. Stay tuned next week for our mentoree, Neil Hay from WA, the trading game mentoree who's had spectacular results for 2019. I'm Caroline Stephen. Have a good week trading in the markets. We'll see you next show. As always, if you like this show, please be sure to tell a friend. This is super important because word of mouth is the most powerful way that people can get in touch with us. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcast and make sure you give us a big fat five-star review because it helps people find us. 
You'll also notice that Talking Trading doesn't use sponsors and barely advertisers. This is because Chris Tate and Louise Bedford fund this show from tradinggame.com.au. If you'd like to get Louise's five-part free e-course, register at tradinggame.com.au. So until next week, happy trading. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regards to your own situation.